All right, before we get into it, we're going to do a quick check-in. Whether you're single, you're committed, you're getting it, you're not, whatever your deal is, make time for self-love. We here at Violently Funny are all about empowering women. Onika and I want to create opportunities for women around the world to feel good. And now we're not doing that alone. We're doing that with the help of Plus One Vibrators. I love these toys. Personally, my favorite is the dual massager because two motors are better than one. But anyways, these sexual wellness devices are affordable. They're high quality. They're safe. They're waterproof. And the best part is they are available at major retailers across the country. What that means is pleasure is no longer out of reach. It's accessible. It's not this overhyped luxury. It is there for you. So go and get it. Make sure you're following at underscore my plus one and at violently funny podcast. And we promise to give the gift that keeps on giving orgasms and laughter and free astrological readings and honest personal stories and expert advice. And, you know, you know, we give you guys a lot here at violently funny, but we're happy to do so. So go ahead and follow at underscore my plus one and at violently funny podcast. And without further ado, Let's get the show started. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story, shit was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. Welcome to Violently Funny, <laughs> a podcast about domestic violence, dating, sisterhood, life, and comedy. Hosted by Brittany Brave and Onika McLean. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story, shit was different with me. God's plan. Guess what? This is season two. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> She's so angry. I'm on a new birth control. It's the, it's the rap. It's the rap music. Is it that? What are you doing? That Raz? That, that Raz so that your uh, skin can stay clear? No, that birth control. No, no. What are you on? Uh, it's called Tulana. I'm on birth control because I had an abortion over the holiday break. Oh, Jesus. Are we going to talk about it? <laughs> I guess now we are. I guess now we are. People are going to think you're lying anyway. Nobody just comes out with I, I an feel abortion. Like I, have, I feel like that. every episode people are like, that 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 white girl's got to get her shit <laughs> You're in your 20s. You get to do that. It. You get to do that. You got one more year of the bullshit and then you have to grow the And then I have whole to get up. serious. Someone today was talking to me about sending nudes and I was like, I sent one nude to one boy last year and it took me two and a half hours to creatively direct it and shoot it. Who, who did it? Did you have, did you have Courtney like, no, I took it myself, but it took me two hours. I'm like, that's how you know when I'm getting old. When you're 21, you could snap a nude at any hour of the day. It's low resource, low effort. I'm old. Any nudes that were ever of me were a Polaroid. Remember Polaroids? <laughs> you got to shake it out. <laughs> I got to wait to see her. Wait, he was blowing. I was blowing. We you were blowing. blowing. And, uh, <laughs> nothing. None of my ass is on the internet. I tell you that His one. His hand was shaking. Your hand was shaking. And before so you go, sad. there she is. Sending nudes. Who sends nudes? I'm old I, and I'm sad and I'm in my feelings. I remember I saw nude pictures of my mom. And like her Shut boyfriend, up. it was horrible. Yo, I was like, she's a whore. <laughs> I was like, probably like ten. I was so mad at My, that's so funny. <laughs> My mom was like very scandalous. All the old photos of her, she's in a crop top. 
She was always in a bikini growing up. She yeah. was always in short shorts with her little butt cheeks hanging out. And that's why I'm like, whenever she's like, you going out in that outfit? I was like, listen, Karen, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. And so then she's like, it. go ahead, get him, girl. Get him, girl. Um, yeah, I had a doozy of a holiday season. Oh, God, tell us. Do tell. Well, you you know a little bit of it. Um, but I, I was home for a month. Home is Miami, Florida for her. Miami, Florida. We just get into it here on Violently Funny. I don't hold back, you guys. I'm owning my darkness. That's like 2020. And then she's looking like, at me like, dark, own your shit too. I own my stuff. You do own your shit. You never said you didn't. No, but don't you look project. at me. Yeah. We were talking about that last night, right? No, so don't tell me I'm doing it to you because I've never do that to you. Oh, I do it to people all the time. Not me, though. I wouldn't stand for it. Um, you wouldn't because you fucking batshit crazy. Because you were like, first of all, nigga, let me tell you one thing. She, this girl cursed me out and right after the show. Are we still talking about right this? Right before the show. Are we talking about this still? What? It's 2020. Oh. New year, new decade, new oh, us. Okay, new us. So what, are we, so what are we talking about? Abortions? I guess so. And, and, and contraceptives. I almost wasn't going to even discuss it on this podcast because it was such an oopsie. It wasn't even funny. Here's my PSA to all the female listeners. Why? <laughs> Plan B is not 100%. It's not. And that's that's the tea on that. You just got to jump off the uh, side of the toilet or the t- tub. You just got to keep jumping yeah, down really hard. And fall and down a staircase. And drink a hot Malta. My mom literally, when it came back and I was pregnant and we kept this secret in my house, my, my dad still does not know. Well, he's going to know if he ever listens to this podcast. I told you already. He won't figure out how to find it. <laughs> he like, won't. And, but it's going to get big. And when it gets huge, people are going to be coming back to these He'll end tapes. up listening to it backwards. And if you say, I have an abortion backwards in Catholicism, it sounds like <laughs> I'm uh, still a virgin. How do you Ali Akbar. Yeah, exactly. Ali Akbar. Um, my mom goes, why don't you take a hot bath? And I was like, what? Can she you goes, do that? You never know. It might. And I was like, you think a hot bath would induce a miscarriage? I was like, if I knew that was a viable form of contraception, I wouldn't have been taking a plan B's for all these years. So it would have yeah. been like, I just got to go take a bubble bath. I'll be right back. <laughs> Can you imagine going to a jacuzzi? And just soak it just out. Just go to a jacuzzi. Boil the eggs. Onika, what am I saying? Stop making me say you guys. I'm so sorry, but Onika and I are so. (laughs) We're not not happy today. We're not happy. So this is the thing: you can hang out with your friends, and then if they're sad, you can catch their cooties. And then the next day at work, my fault, everybody. The next day at work, you'll cry for the whole day. Why didn't you call me? I would have cried more. Well, hello, that's dumb. I'm just gonna call you. And I'm gonna say, and then, and then you're gonna be like, yes, I feel the same way. And validate my crazy feelings. Oh my and then, God. yes, sir, the saddest contagious. Sad is contagious. It totally gotta- is. But I was like, but you called me last time. We got Onika and I got a little drunk last night. It was my first night back in New York. We had a great show. Shout out to Caveat. Yeah, Molly Gabe, Kylie Holloway. Yes, Nevertheless, so she dope. existed. Mm-hmm. We Kennedy. did a live recording of Boss of Her Body where we covered Flo Kennedy, abortion rights activist. And lawyer and uh, human rights activist. So and many things. Everything. Everything. Shout out to Flo for all the work she did because it saved me over holiday break. What's up? Um, yeah, because w- real yo, talk. You guys missed a good show. Brittany did all the research, right? <laughs> well, she sent me, she sent me, she, so she was like, we have to pick a plate. A, a person. Yeah. So I picked some person that I found on, on the internet. I didn't know the lady. So then she was like, why don't we 
put this woman and she was like Flo Kennedy she was like telling me all this stuff about her and I wait was like no wait no a minute. no then when she Onika was black, picked a person first that I said okay and then I read that Wikipedia article and halfway through I was like Onika halfway through her career she changed her stance and was pro-life oh because I didn't read it I just she didn't read it so I we jumped like, back <laughs> in and we were like we'll do Flo Kennedy we'll do Flo Kennedy. So she, she was like and, and Brittany is like such a good partner because she's like she knows that I've been dropping oh. the ball for real and she's like on steroids, I don't know what's going on with her, but she was like, it's all the hormones. So, so we, we, oh, so, oh God, okay. So, so she was like, so let's pick Flo Kennedy, and I was like, who the fuck is Flo Kennedy? So she started telling me all these like stats about the lady, but she didn't send a photo, and I was like, okay, just another white lady saving the day, whatever, right? And my brain, and then she sent the photo of this black lady with like nappy hair, looking a little bit like me. And I was like, I was like, sure. She was like, we're gonna do. She jumps in the email chain. She goes, we will be doing. Florence Kennedy. No, that was a cut and paste too. But what happened was, what happened was, Brittany was like, I'll call the late, I'll tell her that we're going to change it. I was like, that's the least I could do. It's been some mistake. Yo, I've been dropping, yo, I apologize to everybody in the world who has partnered with me in the last six months. I have been in and out, up and down on an emotional roller coaster trying to figure out the new Onika McLean. I mean, I know why it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. I think we have some external factors that we can blame for that. I think that internal factors also. I think that I, sure. I think that I was in therapy for so long and never applied any of my knowledge, and then and then tried to like scoop it all together in one like six month period. And you can't do that. That's not how. That's not how shit works. Yeah. And then I'm like, I should be over these things. <clears throat> and I would let me tell you what happened. And I'm mm. oh full transparency. Can I do it? Yeah. Okay. For, why are you asking for permission for that? Because I was You're talking crazy. a lot and I don't want to, you know. Oh. So, so, so I, I broke up with my ex a long time ago, like a long time. I don't want to talk about him, whatever. Right. So I, I was going through some books and I saw an old picture of us. Mm-hmm. Right. And I looked at it. I felt a little melancholy and I was like, what the fuck is going on with me? Ooh. And then I ripped it up. Right. And I was like, oh, that's dope. But that's 15 years too long. I was supposed to have done that. Two months after the, the, breakup. the breakup. What the? Who does that? that yeah. So, yeah. Who does that? Like, I was holding all these old memories. I didn't even freaking think that's what I was doing. I ripped it up and I felt good. And I was like, why didn't I do this so long ago? I don't know. You got to do it when you're ready to do it. Okay. That's, it. that's a lot of years later. I, I, I thought I was ready. I just didn't I carried a polar. It was a photo shoot Polaroid. Uh, me and my ex in Nashville together and it was like when we were actually rarely like doing very good and we were so drunk and having a great time and I had forgotten that even after the breakup and all the drama with it I had always kept that Polaroid that like photo booth strip in my wallet in the pocket of my wallet and like in in the beginning it was conscious because I didn't want to fully let it go and I was like still holding out hope that for the two years he would like change he had consequences he'd be a better man right spoiler alert to all the ladies listening none of that happened but anyways mm-hmm. you know it could um, have, but it just didn't. It, it, it very well could have but mm. you can't you know you could lead a horse to water but you can't make it go to therapy and fix its trauma so <laughs> you guys know that saying adam knows it <laughs> 
think Beyonce said that. I got that on or a, Gandhi. A, I have that on a throw pillow. Exactly. Right. Need right. a point. Yo, can I say something as a sidebar? I have been seeing inspirational Jesus. quotes on the rant on the randomest shit. I was at Target and there was like inspirational quotes on like girl underwear. Did you start crying? I no, bitch. Who the fuck <laughs> is having a bad day? And they're like, oh, hang on. Undoes their pants and looks at the waistband of their underwear and is like. You got this. You got this. Yeah. Herpes. Yeah. <laughs> That's that like to me. You got this. You keep going, baby. Keep yeah, going. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> Just do it. Keep going. Don't stop. Okay. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I had the same thing. And I totally forgot it was in my wallet. And then I stumbled on it like a couple months ago. And it was the same thing that I was like, whoa. I don't even. I, it was melancholy, but it was just weird. And I did the same thing. You I was like. it up? I, it, cause it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense for me to carry that around anymore. I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't, right, but okay. And, I just, and then I ripped it up. But how long after the relationship? Two years. Oh, yeah, 15 years. Yeah, but you were also married small. and have kids with, like, it's a different timeline. Our, our situations have different parameters. But, but I knew that I had to let those things go. I, didn't realize that I hadn't really let that part of it go. The all oh, the good times. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say. Well, I think the overarching point is that healing isn't linear. It's not. It's not. You know, it's bumpy. And I think the big thing that we want our listeners, so I have to remind myself all the time, is that like you are going to still have days when you cry. PTSD. PTSD affects 7.7 million Americans. What's up? What's up? Um, and it's like. You know, in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, it's you. It's not linear. And don't think of the days where you're like, if I'm crying, I must not be over it. Or if I feel weak or if I miss this person or whatever. That's all part of it. That's just part of the, it's grief. the process. It's the death of a relationship. It's the death of the old you. Yeah. I said that today. I was like, I'm so sad today. And then I was like, well, tomorrow I may not be. But it's so crazy about sadness because you think that. This is my new state. This is my new normal. That's what that's, that's what, what I, I think. You. Yeah. yeah, it feels like it's your new normal, and it's not because you know damn well if we go to the cellar, turn up, and then we're some, gonna be fine. I'm gonna be like, I had such a good night. Yes, yeah. like that's the crazy. Oh God, emotions suck. Ass. They really do. I Come also on. think we forget as women too. Do you ever get where like you randomly get sad or melancholy or paranoid or whatever? And it like sometimes it takes me a second to remember. I'm like, I am a woman. With like a bazillion hormones in my body. Is that what it is? You think it's my hormones? I think that's part of it, man. I think you got to remember. That's part of it, man. You're a woman. (laughs) 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 Spoken newbies. You're a woman, bro. You're a woman, Chad. (laughs) Come on, Chad. Harold. Harold. Chad, you're a natural woman. Harold, I'm not feeling well. What do you want me to do? I want want you to make me feel better. Well, how do I do that? I don't know. You can figure it out. And when you when you figure it out, you You come tell me. Thank you. But I think that's part of it. Sometimes it's like whenever you inexplicably get in a state where you're like, damn, I'm fucking annoyed and everything's driving me crazy or all of a sudden you're like, I'm sad and I feel like I need to cry. Like, I think sometimes it's worth reminding yourself that you're like, this is kind of part of a woman being a woman. Just, oh, just my emotions. The emotional kaleidoscope. Yeah, I'm going to need to stop it because I need to get the fuck off because I got stuff to do. Same. And, and my and my emotions is just taking over. I'm just like, oh, I just want to sit here. I was I, I went into my boss's office today and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to work from home because I'm just over it. And she was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what is she talking That's about? I You're just I over did. it. I'm just over it? Who the fuck are you talking about? You're just over it. Over I... what? woke up today and I was like, all right, first full day back in New York. I have, I have so much, to, I have so much to do. 
life wise, life shit. But you've done so much. Yes, but like like a life shit. Like not like just like apartment shit, bills shit, like, you know, nitty gritty adult stuff. And I like started the day productive and then halfway through I just like <laughs> lay down. Laid down, got sad. Yeah, but almost, no, you look, almost you, didn't work out. My trainer's like, "Really, you're canceling?" I was like, "Oh, fuck you! All right." And I went. And you still went. I oh, went. Maybe but that's like, what I need to just start working back out. Yeah, but didn't do anything. And I, I felt that way. I was like, I had a big dinner just now, and I was like in the Uber on the way here, and I was like, "Man, I'm a sad bitch." Yeah, I don't want to be sad. Like this is this, these emotions. They can keep them. I I don't know why. <laughs> I don't want them. You can. I don't want to. You can have these back. I I I will be. Way more productive if I didn't have to deal with this nonsense. I know. I think there's beauty in feeling it and going through it, though. But yeah, poetry. <laughs> Yo, I was making songwriting. What the fuck? What Everyone else? was like, when I was like, I making some was, random dude think that you love him and you don't just because you're so fucking sad you don't want to be lonely. You like, and then <laughs> and then you're like, I thought you said, yeah. Oh, I, oh you listen. thought I cared? I was just yeah, sensitive. Come on, sir. I was like, some someone said. uh because I did have to have an abortion over holiday break, which was like a big oops. I just feel like the universe smacked. Abortions are different now. They are very different. I They're know. very different. I didn't know that when you told I didn't know. Yeah. You can have surgical abortions or you can have a medical abortion. And what's a medical abortion? Okay. So for our listeners who don't know, I had a surgical one years ago. Surgical is a suction. Yeah, I know that. They literally get up there. That's and what they do forever. <laughs> right. And just That's suck out whatever's mm-hmm. in there. Medical abortion is a combination of... Like many, many hormones. You take one pill one day that like stops the pregnancy from growing. Mm-hmm. And then exactly 24 hours later, you take a thousand milligrams of another hormone. They give you all these pills together. To go home and with. Then they and tell you, you take antibiotics and you take something else, a preemptive birth control, and you take anti nausea. That's part of it, too. I think I feel a little sad. I think my body is like, Yeah, uh, hello. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's like a hey. lot of things swirling around in it right now. And you gave that to me. And I didn't even have an abortion. Oh, my God. You're acting like it's an STD. Like, I gave it to you. I feel like you gave it to me. I gave you the, I gave you the heart herpes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all, like, bumpy and itchy. I got news for you, bitch. There ain't no cure. <laughs> Please. It got to go away. I'm going to take some. some I don't know. Dr. Sabi has something. Life. I'm, I'm going to figure out something. Um, I just feel like I got smacked with the lesson. I didn't. I didn't respect my body enough, and I wasn't care. I wasn't careful enough, and I just rested on like Plan B work. And I almost passed out when she was like, "This is the date you got pregnant." I was like, "I took a Plan B three hours after," and she was like, two hours too late, I guess." Really? Yeah. You got some super sperm. PSA, guys. Unofficial. I super sperm, and I'm fertile as fuck. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, your egg was dropped," and re- my egg was like. <laughs> I want pick to come. me up. Give me come. Give me come. And his God. sperm was like to infinity and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> Just Jesus. Yeah, I was duped, but I think it was like, I I think if you learn the same thing over, if you date the same guy over and over again, it's because you're not realizing what you're doing wrong or what you're looking for that's wrong. Mm. If you learn the same thing over and over again, it's because you haven't learned that lesson. And I do think I could have taken better care of my body. What, with condoms? Yeah, sure. But I I mean, I took a plan B. Like, that should have worked. It just, it was a fluke. Like, I just caught my body at a time when it was very ready. But what about pulling out? We normally do that. 
and it just, I, it was an accident and I was like, okay, I'll take a plan B. I've taken plan B a bazillion times. And it was the one time that my body was like, Mm-mm-mm. but that's not really an accident because I, I've been in happens. I had sex and it's like, huh, 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 and it's like, oh, come we up, had come baby up, come making up, come sex up, come that up. night. Yeah. yeah we so had baby not, making sex. That, that is not, yo, a when I was going over the dates, yo, I've, I've had sex I was before. like, I'm trying to figure out when this happened. <laughs> I've had sex before. Same. Oh, okay. I, I know. I know. And it's, I was like, I'm trying to figure out when this happened and I said I think it was like December 7th or 8th and my mom was like that's too soon you would I go no 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 mom we had baby making sex that week like ba- like I took a plan B immediately it was and like then, uh, uh, and then I started was, looking back like- I go I guess it was a, maybe it was an oopsie another time or whatever or whatever no dude it was like meaningful good sex. do you know when I took that plan B were you kissing him because if you kiss while they coming kiss, eye contact yeah, coming if, if, if it's like this I, and your vagina does a kegel it tries yeah, to trap it yeah, it traps yeah, it yeah that's what happened my Don't vagina was like and catch all of contact, it and then, and then be like riding <laughs> from the front <laughs> looking <laughs> at him <laughs> like don't do, if you do that move yeah that, that's the, right as he was that's coming the, I looked him in the move. eyes and that's I was like move. I was like this kid is going to public school because uh-huh. <laughs> he has no yeah, cash yeah, yeah. I was like, look poor kid I'm going to be moving back to Florida women women back to Florida they have better scholarships down there anyways um no, and it's I it's it was baby making. I was not surprised on on an internal, emotional, intuitive, only kind of maternal mm-hmm. instinct that you have for a woman level. I knew that weekend like something. I took a plan B that Sunday, and I I uh, deep in my brain I knew I was like this shit's not gonna work. You didn't think it was gonna work? It's the first time in years of taking what a plan of, B. I was like I feel like why do I feel like this is gonna work? He got plan A dick. He got plan A dick. He was like Mm-mm. something Mm-mm. man. You gotta come to the to the table with something better than that. That I my body literally I was like I don't understand I took one like three hours after four hours after or whatever and she was like and your body went eh, eh, eh. come just your body and my body just took the plan B and was like th- it was like my eggs were like little Pac Men <laughs> they were like thanks for the snack and just fucking. Wow. Yeah, and then she put me on 20 milligrams of birth control, and I was like, bitch, we better jack that up to 50. My body just rejected a you plan B. You are 100 pounds, okay? You, can, yeah. You're 100 pounds. Yeah. Soaking wet. Like, you can't have all that stuff in your body, I'm telling I know. you. Your, yeah, you got to. Uh. Um, so I'm on the pill again, and I hate it, but it's okay. It is what it is. I have to give a shout-out to Planned Parenthood. It was Planned Parenthood? Yeah. Oh, sure. Both times I went. Planned Parenthood is wonderful and lovely and supportive. Did they give you those little cookies? Yeah. You get cookies even with the medical? They gave me lollipops and cookies. They gave you lollipops, cookies, and pills. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And all the girls were very nice. And honestly, I love Planned Parenthood and the fact that funding gets cut from them and... You know, people are trying to overturn Roe versus Wade, and it's 2020. It's like the fuck. We got bigger problems to solve here. It's mm-hmm. you know, let a woman do what she needs. Let a woman body. do what she needs to do. Yeah, but I'm so glad that you didn't feel like bad about it because no, that's so freeing. Like we did a show that 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 like covered that. It I have you guys have just changed me so much. I've had walked around with so much guilt, and now I'm like, yeah, shit happens. Shit happens. It happens. And why should I walk around with the guilt? And the dude, we were both doing the same thing because he was like, yeah. Why yeah, do I have to hold this guilt? twice? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, life is messy. Life is messy. It's not clear as, it's not but day and you, night. But if you let it come on your stomach, 
you know, it's just a better situation. Holy that's, metaphor, Batman. <laughs> Holy that, metaphor. That, that's, that, that's messy, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> I was just raised to not pull out of life, you know? <laughs> Come on my Don't belly. pull out of life. Yeah. Right. Just- um, but... It was a nice lesson to just, you know, be more careful and watch my choices. But it was an emotional break. I, I, it made me look inward, man. I spent a month at home. I didn't work. I just slept and wrote and, like, eat, pray, love, abort. You know, it was it was my yeah. <laughs> eat, pray, love, and abort. You guys saw that movie, right? Yeah, she did have a suck of that. Yeah, I yeah. um, and here we are, 2020, trying to start over. But 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 it's going to be amazing. That's the thing. So I don't know why we're sounding so down or whatever, but I guess we're both real introspective at this point. Yeah. We're both coming off a little, you know. Our shit. Our shit. But it's going to be amazing. Are you guys coming to our show? Oh, yes. we should talk about that. <laughs> January 31st at Caveat. You have to get your tickets. Uh, follow Violently Funny on Facebook, please. And, yes. and that's where the ticket link is. And then, Or you can follow Onika D. McLean or Brittany Brave on Instagram. Uh, and, and follow Violently are, Funny we... podcast. Uh, our, tics are, our, our tickets are there you need to get get there because the tickets are almost selling out though yeah they're it's like crazy so you guys gotta like get your tickets if, as fast as you can so we we appreciate that actually a year ago um like two days ago it was me and onika's anniversary our anniversary i feel like i've known you for a lifetime which is the craziest thing same like same you are such a good person oh and I, I i've never fought so constructively ever yeah, same. Like, 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 I've never, so dope. I, you are someone who can call me on my shit. You have set the standard for like friendships and romantic relationships and all relationships in my life. Like it's a relationship I look at that I'm like, you got to have people like that around you. To say the stuff and then you know they love you and then we just walk away and, and be like, kind- so are we cool? No, not yet. But in two days we will be. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but and I, I'm mean, just I need these that. two days to. Shout out to November a, 2019. <laughs> right, to make you a monster in my brain. Onika, we should get dinner together to smooth things over. Nah. She writes back, nah. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're going to give it 48 I'm hours. Hashtag, I'm petty. That's I okay. I don't know how to just like deal with my emotions and then like, okay, it's cool. I got to deal with my emotions and then I have to go make you a villain. And then I have to say, that is not true. All that stuff you just said in your brain is um, not the truth. And then I have to go back. And then after that. We were talking about this last night mm-hmm. and we, we spent a lot of good podcast content last night in the car ride from Bedside yeah. to Bushwick about how, um, the feelings very quickly become the reality and the story that we tell ourselves. And it's not always true. And your brain always wants to tell you the story that feels comfortable, the story, but that's not always the story that's right for you or the story that's true. The ego tells you the story so that you can make people a monster so mm-hmm. that you can be alone with the ego so that yeah. you can figure out why am I alone? Like the ego is necessary. So Sometimes the ego is the most toxic relationship you have where you just stay with it and you keep it around because it's familiar Yeah, and you think it's good for you, but it's not. Um, and we were just telling ourselves about how, like, you know, your worst fears can come out in situations. Onika and I are both working through trying to be vulnerable with people in our life. Trying to be vulnerable, right which is very, very hard. Application is a different set of circumstances. I'm like, wait, I spent a lot of time in therapy, man. And, yeah. I, and I'm just, I just, and she, I, I'm not going to say I didn't get anything out of it. I'm not going to say because I, I got, I made strides. But this from romantic stuff being vulnerable, trusting myself. Like I didn't, I didn't, I, I just was in relationships. I did not. Yeah. I did not. I was not mm-hmm. vulnerable. 
I was no. not vulnerable. And, and I'm so pissed off because I feel like I did myself a disservice because I could have been so far had I have done it. You know, yeah. I was waiting to heal before I like got into something. And I don't think that that's right. I think you're supposed to keep living and keep discovering. And if you stumble upon it, you do. But you got to keep doing it. I feel like I put myself on a shelf. A little bit. Emotionally, yeah. I know. Well, I think you do as a domestic violence victim too, right? Because you can you convince yourself, and a lot of therapists and support groups do too, and I don't fault them for that either, but they do tell you like, well, you need time to heal and recover before you jump into something, you know? Right. And like, well, that's probably true, and taking time for yourself is important, and rebuilding yourself to be whole again is important. But how much time? I think it, it amps up this victim mentality in your head that you think of yourself as wounded. And that's the you last th- person. So yeah. that's your point of reference. Yeah. The last person, right? Because if I'm not vulnerable to anybody else, I don't, get, I don't, get, I don't give the good dude the opportunity to show up for me now I'm so guarded. So now I'm like, my last reference is always this bullshit that, that is really an outlier. Yeah. In terms of, it's not yeah. like these dudes. That's another thing you have to remember when you start to date and love again and put yourself out there that like these relationships are not the norm. They are ab normal. They are mm-hmm. abusive. They right. are detrimental. They throw you off your shit. Like they are not the norm. Right. The norm uh, is support and love and caring. And maybe it's not a perfect relationship. I'm not necessarily, but it's not abuse. It's not abuse. Right. It's not going to be that bad. But interesting that you said too, that it's like you keep putting yourself back with that guy that you were with before. Cause he's the last person you were with. You also keep putting yourself back with the version of you that was in that, like, it's the same. Yes, that little so girl. That's why I ripped up that like, picture because I saw me and I was like, that's not no. me. Yeah, and that's yeah, not yeah. him. Yeah. It's not even who, I don't even know those people. Yeah. That's the problem. You don't even know that girl anymore. But being that you associate the pain that she felt with the last thing that you've really experienced. Yeah, you don't have a buffer. So you're like, I can't go back to that. Yeah. Yes, and that's not... And, and I was I was at church. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Christian Cultural Center. Right, but, but, and I was at church when, when I texted you the other day. I don't know what church day, is. When I texted you the other day, yeah. I was at church. And you know what, he was, you know what the pastor said? What? He, was, he said, our comfort zone is, you know, between our... Our high. Our left and leg then, and right leg. No, no, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> Between our highs and our lows, right? And that in, in the middle is our comfort zone or whatever, right? Right. But what happens is our low, we don't um, get a new low. Because as you grow in life, your low is higher than it's ever been. But we see, sure. we keep thinking back to our low is that girl that allowed all that shit. And you'd be like, that's not my low. My low right now for is a guy that, uh, I don't know, don't want to pick up the check. That would be my low, not somebody that's going to call me bitch and hit me. Oh, you know same, that say? makes sense. It yeah. just changes. And and we don't change. And, and our brains don't change with that because I won't deal with any guy that would do not pick up the check. That's the low. That is the low. Yeah, well, your new low. It's like, well, it's like comedy too, right? You have a new low. You have a new low. Like when you bomb when you're first starting out, it's like bad, and it, but it is what it is. And then it's like when you bomb a couple years in, a bomb looks differently. A good show looks differently. Yeah, a bomb is like nothing. That bomb is nothing. Or people are like, you did great. And you're like, no, I know I bombed. I bombed. You'd be like, no, I that, was, done no that wasn't my best. But that wasn't my best. I didn't even practice this. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't, I didn't show up for myself. I, it's so hard for me. And it's something that I was, I've been doing since dating and being vulnerable. And I've noticed over the last couple of months, professionally too, not only romantically, just immediately mapping current circumstances to past circumstances. Say, so immediately being like, it. I know what's going on. 
and this is exactly what's happening and assuming oh assuming I'm, and being yeah, like this is exactly assuming. what's happening and I know th- and I know this feeling this familiar feeling this bad feeling and just immediately thinking that history is repeating itself and repeating itself identically to how it already did and how could that happen and how could that happen it can no two people are the same no two situations are the same so what we do is what just assume it so that we can feel something yeah so if at least if 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 it's bad or good at least I'm feeling something. And normally it's pain and emotion and longing and loss. So as long as I'm feeling that, I'm going to set up a scenario so that I can make sure that I keep feeling that because 100%. that's the feeling that's comfortable. that I know. And that is so unacceptable. Like, enough, you got to grow past yeah. these things. Oh, Mika, fuck that. <laughs> enough. It's true. it's true. And I think there's a little bit of, and this isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you are on board with this. I just thought about it. There's a little bit of, um, what's the term? I'm making it up right now. Just make it up. Victim pride. Yeah, yeah, Victim yeah. Victim honor. Where um, yeah, you've gone through the work so far. You've, you've gone, you've gone through hell, right? You've been abused on every level. You've gone through trauma, and you come out of it. And so now you hold on this, to it. This purple heart of emotional salience. You got this purple heart of strength, right? I am a. Yeah. I am a survivor, and you. First off, you absolutely fucking are. Okay, if you're listening. You totally okay. are. You are. Uh, but there's a point that you have to but, be a thriver. Yeah. And a <laughs> part of surviving is being able to subject yourself to similar challenges and know that you now have the devices to get yourself out of it quicker and more. You and have to more face it. You have to efficiently. face it. You have, you have to, to face, face it. Face the suck. A survivor can face scary things again and is now just better equipped. Um, but I think sometimes we try to cling to a negative narrative because we start to romanticize this victim-turned-survivor narrative mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, I'll beast out of it. You know, you start to romanticize that whole, like, I'll be fine, I'll be a survivor, I'm Every a warrior, time. I'll come out of it. So you almost start to craft it as like, I know this dude's fucking me over. No one fucks me over. I've been through worse shit. Oh, I'm going to do it you first. You watch, I'm going to do it first. I'm going to get out of this. I'm... Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. And that's like... I think part of that comes with being very proud of what you already went through that was so terrible and you and you pulled yourself back together. But at some point it's like you don't have to be the victim again. It's done. It's done. It has to it has cuz the thing is okay. something happened in your life, right? Survivors We're get hurt. really really young, 20 years old, so 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 young. And then after that, you say, "So my whole life, that's my point of reference?" No. No. That can't that doesn't be. Doesn't make sense. It can't be. You Especially, don't judge all jobs off of one job. You don't judge every family member off of one person. You don't, you know. No. It's nothing else. It's, but it's a, let me tell you something, man. We needed this. We needed this little. Uh, I know you guys are probably like, these bitches are depressing sad. me. <laughs> They're funny this poor, week. Poor Adam is like, I, um, huh? <laughs> Adam's like, are you guys still paying me? Because <laughs> I think I need, I need a, I need a, I need a double whammy. This is bullshit. <laughs> Normally you guys make me laugh. You pay me in laughter and cash app. But now. No, you guys are, you're very entertaining even when you're miserable. <laughs> I feel bad. Like I feel, I feel bad that you're, we are that miserable. you're, you're, we're miserable. You're sad girls, but I don't, I don't know. Girls. I don't know what to, I, yeah. Oh my God, we sound like a Bushwick indie band. Sad girls. Sad girls. Sad girls. Check out our new sad girls. I would have, I would have hired sad like a sad girl. Beep, beep. Watch them cry. Watch them cry. Beep, beep. Tears uh, on their titties. Uh, Tears on, on their titties. titties. Tears on our titties. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just messing up my makeup. Yeah, I, I feel like I should have had like a big oily 
exotic dancer. Like when they would have them on Ricky Lake, they'd have like a fucking Adam. This is no time. This is no time for your fantasies. And you would would thrust. He's like, like, no, we we came off a mini scarlet with the sex worker girl. (laughs) Adam was like, this is not what I've signed up for. This you two lonely bitches. No, I I just mean like. I could cheer you up in like a silly way, like uh-huh. to where you'd be a little disgusted and it would like get you, you out think, of the funk. You think you anything think... disgusts me and Onika McLean? Yeah, no, I don't think so. But do okay, you, okay. but do you, but do you actually Challenge think accepted. that uh, a little stripper, <laughs> a little stripper glitter and, 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 and glitz is going to make us get out of this funk? This is, this is heartfelt. This is abuse funk, motherfucker. Like I'm you just can't. Funk. This shit's no, no, I think, I think <laughs> I could, <laughs> I think I could create enough of like a weird, a weird spectacle where you'd be like, wow, this guy we looks really mushrooms. cheesy, but like, I'm also kind of turned on. You know no, what I mean? What? And he's glistening. Uh, what I'm talking about? Did you start working out or something? No, not nip- me. And not your me. nipples are getting hard. <laughs> You're talking about this and your nipples are getting hard. Adam, Adam, Adam can you just get Stop. naked and cheer us yeah, out? Yeah, please. I'm, I'm just going to hire a guy named Leroy no, to like Adam, come in and like gyrate all like over Leroy. you. But I can't do that. I got to keep it professional. I got to keep it professional. your professional for other podcasts is not your professional for this one. And you know that. But I'm not, okay. I'm he's, not he's a part of the show at this point. <laughs> I'm not Leroy, though. I'm very pale. But why would you say Leroy? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, the guy's name was always like Leroy or something. <laughs> no, his name is Anaconda. That's his stage name. <laughs> I'm talking about his real name. He has a tattoo of it somewhere on his body, inappropriately. His mama named him Leroy. Ima- imagine, uh, his mama Leroy Anaconda. Johnson Jenkins Jenkins Jenkins. I'm picturing Dante Nero 15 years ago Dante yeah he was why you keep looking at me when you're talking about these black exotic dancers look at Britney ass yeah I would want one That's racist, but, Adam. No, he's the only exotic dancer I know. I don't know why the other one. It's I, I feel like Adam goes home and talks about his clients. He's like, I have this one client. They were so fun. We had a we had a porn star on we the had last a porn episode. Star. She taught us. She they're taught us how like, to deep throat. I mean, they're just like she didn't good. teach us that though. She should have. Yeah, I say this all to my plant. Yeah. Are you, just are, you lonely, are you lonely? Are you lonely anymore? Oh, maybe maybe we got the holiday blues. Like it's after the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's Absolutely. what we have. You do, you do. I have been sad. It's seasonal too. Since November, seasonal depression. I was yeah. in sun for a month, and I'm still sad. But you had a baby inside of you that you that's weren't, that weren't welcome. That's different. That's bitch. true. That's different. I went into Planned Parenthood and she said, are you ready to be a parent? And I said, I don't think so because when I, when I tested positive, I said to my mom, ooh, I'm prego my ego. I said, she, goes, she goes, what? I was like, ooh. Jesus. Crazy. I felt very, she felt womanly. It was tragic, you, but you, you feel womanly you a little bit. You feel womanly bit. when you have, you have a baby? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Connect I'm to the female experience a little bit. If anything, I'm I, trying to I, see I a silver remember. lining. Here, I, I don't remember people. when I when I was pre- when I was pregnant. I was miserable. So being pregnant know. sucks. So I was miserable. So I don't know. I don't know. I just being wanted it out. Pregnant sucks. And then they talk shit to you and stuff. And then you have stretch marks, and you want to take one of your stretch marks and strangle their fucking ass. With yeah, it. Yeah. Take, it off, take it off your belly and be like, uh, I can't wear bikinis so because of you. Okay, sorry. But... <laughs> so a woman at Planned Parenthood goes, does your partner have a penis or a vagina? That's a sh- And really? I was like, how do you think this happened? And she goes, oh yeah. 
She and said, oh, like, yeah? Yeah. What did I she think like, you were there for? I was like, listen, bitch, I know it's 2020, but like, can vaginas do that now? Like, I don't know. I think that uh, dildo can. I mean, we have robots and shit. Like, it, why not? You just squirt some. Sc- no? No. Uh, okay. It'll happen. All right. Well, our live show's coming up. I'm about to turn 29. I'm having an existential crisis. 29 is too close to 30. 29 is one year to 30. I know. Saying, and so. that's nothing. You can like, Blink, I dream a genie, and you're like, you know, the year's over. But it's all good because this is going to be an amazing year. We're going to get picked up by like Netflix or freaking Comedy Central. We're going to be doing this stuff. Available. Yeah, we're going to be doing this stuff like uh, globally. I'm telling you, every we when we had our show, Adam, uh, I've I've never really gone on a stage with someone like introducing, and she wrote the bio right. So I'm sitting there. She did everything. I was just sitting there <laughs> like a fucking. Lump of the log. It's ridiculous. I, I felt, bring home the bacon. I felt so. I just felt absolutely. It just didn't. And Onika fries it up. Yeah, right? well, that's I didn't. Why I, such a great actually, team. actually, but I didn't fry it. So she was just oh, looking like, why is the fr- bacon? You fried it. No, why is the bacon wrong? <laughs> <laughs> why is the bacon? This bacon is raw. Onika, I thought you I said. I just referenced the Google Doc with her entire story <laughs> that I bulleted and edited Listen. for us. She goes, "What Google Doc?" I was like, "You're lucky. I love you, bitch. You're so lucky. No, I love you." It was just so crazy. So then, the, so the, so then the girl, the 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 showrunner, right? She was like, "And we'll just read your bios." And I looked at Brittany. I said, "We got bios." <laughs> She was like, shut up. But it was like so dope, right? Because so they introduced us. They read our bio. I didn't know what the fuck. And so they read our bio. They didn't say a lot of stuff that I had credits. I guess I got TV credits. But whatever. I don't care. So, but the best part, and I know Brittany. I know her, right? Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> so we were about to come on stage and they were reading the bio. And it was like, introducing Onika McLean and Brittany Brave. Now, you have to know this bitch. For her to say, put Onika's name first. I know, I know she, her. She was like, I know her. She was like, I don't want this bitch to feel crazy. It's yeah, hundred percent. And I wow. look, and I look at her. Gonna turn to me two seconds before going on stage and going, "Why I gotta be in your name first? I yeah. know. Yeah. So, so, and I, but no, I, just, but I didn't say, cover, cover but I didn't say anything. Yeah, I was like, I so appreciate you doing that. And she, and she was like, yeah. I know you, bitch. Like I know you. And 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 just because of my insecurity, because I know I ain't do shit, my name shouldn't have even been up there. <laughs> Actually, right? I'm telling you, flaw. I messed that. I just, the whole thing. I've just been dropping. I've been apologizing for dropping the ball. I just been drop, drop, drop. But also drop, the same way I know you, you know me, because right before I went on stage, we were we were like talking in the green room and hanging out, and literally a minute before we go on stage, she goes, "What's what's your deal? What's going on?" <laughs> Like, we're like a one second before going on stage, and I said, nothing. And she goes, what's going on? I go, nothing. And she goes, you're in your head. And I was like, I'm sad. I'm in my head. And she goes, I knew it. And then they're like, bring it out, Onika. <laughs> and I went on stage like, Ooh. And she went on stage, and she was like doing all this fact checking, and she was saying all this stuff, and I was just improv. And I was like, and then that time, remember that time? I started talking about myself. She was like, bring it back. We're not even talking about you. It's the lady on the screen. But it was hilarious because you know how our- uh, how our vibe is guys we're hilarious live and if you haven't gotten tickets mm-hmm. to january 31st you need to you know, so it's so it was like so dope and then everybody was like oh my god you guys did so amazing you did some and she was like i don't think that that was good and i was like what I that was amazing that what's wrong with you what's wrong? and people were like following us out of the venues yeah. like still trying yeah, to get were. information they were like about the us. beatles they they, they, like, they, they stopped us on the train but like, with bigger penises people, people were like <laughs> 
People were like, uh, uh, what did that lady say? She was like, oh my God, you guys are so little. You seem so big on stage. And we were like, like yeah. 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 And we had on heels. But yeah. so at the end of the day, we did well, but she was just all in her head. I, I'm over being in my head as it relates to freaking comedy. Comedy and I, one one thing about comedy, let me tell you something, one thing about comedy. What the hell are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? You guys just together, because you're a lot. You're both a lot. But you're very, but you're both very funny and, and gregarious. But in the fact that you work together is hilarious to me. That we make it, it work. Because it, it, it's almost like your lovers, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, it is you like your lovers. You know what I mean? Lovers. It's like yeah. your lovers, it is but a it's a marriage. Just, it's a marriage. Kind of, yeah. 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 You could be in my spank bank. Do you know she, yeah, you 100%. <laughs> she leaned over in the green room last night. You could night, be in my spank bank. And she goes, I'm, I was like on my phone in my head. I was doing a bunch of shit. I saw her looking over my shoulder, looking over my shoulder. She was over, she goes, what are you doing on your phone? I'm just making sure I'm just making sure and I was like, <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah. she's like are you hungry I'll go get us food let's go I'll go like like we're really a partnership yeah man. we are a partnership yeah and it's so dope to have a partner like you because you watch my back and then you don't make me feel bad about it which is so dope I mean, God, I mean, sometimes you do, because then when you flip out and you're like, I've been bashing my ass! I'm on birth control like, now, it's regulated. I'm just like, so it's regulated. I'm like, I'm sorry, I know you've been busting your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I do that, man. No more doing things alone anymore. I don't want to, like, I'm too, like, lone bird, lone wolf, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I said to you last night, I was like, it's not even anything. I, like, we were talking about, like, our romantic We're talking lives. about boys. 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 And I was like, I'm sick of being my own boyfriend. That's yeah. it. I just like I'm sick of being Britney and Britney's boyfriend. Yeah, and but you can care of all but those you things. Can be, I don't want to dedicate you, time to that anymore. But, you but don't I have want to. that filled. I want that filled. You have it. And even if it's like every time you have it. Something I used to think was weakness is saying that you need that in your life. And I officially am like, I just like I do need that. You are I human. Need, I'm you, a of human. course you I need it. Need that balance yeah. right now. But you. But bigger than that, you need the vulnerability of it. You need the vulnerability, Brenna Brown, of. The vulnerability of allowing somebody to do shit that you can totally do for yourself, but you want them to do it. You're yeah, like, you're like, okay, yeah. Like that's the, but me, what I do is if, as soon as I start getting vulnerable, I start saying, oh, they're going to think I'm a sucker. Oh, they're going to take <laughs> all my that's stuff. What I do too. Oh, shit, it's about to be on. And then or I like just start I secretly someone, attacking. You got walls. Me too. I got, well, of course I got walls. It's Crazy vaginas. walls up. Yeah. No, but, I'm not talking vaginal walls. Yeah. Like you have well, like, we have that too. You have like so, so, so Adam, so you. Adam, how yeah. do I get out of this? Because I'm yeah, tired of this. Too. I want to shake. I want to rattle my cage. I want out. We're talking like romantically. That like, we're only talking we romantically. We both have the same problem. I mean, you, I don't have any boundaries I, no, as it relates to work. But I think you you haven't met the right maybe the right guy. Really? Yeah. yeah I think the, I think you you have to like really lock in with somebody, and it'll have to be timed at the same time that you can kind of let those walls down it, but it has to happen kind of in tandem like lock in you gotta really fucking like you, you know I mean, you've been in love before like you I've really gotta like you you gotta Some have that bullshit. that sort of mutual feeling but where, i've been in toxic love before same right? that's how i feel of course yeah the only but, time in my life that i felt like truly vulnerable and like had lovers break those walls down it's because they broke them down so aggressively 
that I felt comfortable being vulnerable because they were so But you didn't have all, a choice. I didn't have a choice and they were so all-encompassing and I see now that that's unhealthy and that's, that's not good. Unha- so then that's us too though. That's so, us too. So much of this dating is that in between it's a fucking tango. I take a step, you take a step. I take yeah. a step, you take a step. And I'm the same way. Like I have such an ego. Like My ego I, is so I ridiculous. I will send an affectionate text message where I share some what, and like I don't get a response right away and I'm like Fuck him, small yeah, penis. I mean, everybody's that. I, I, like, is everybody oh. like that? Is everybody yeah, like I that? Yeah, I did that just now. Really? Is yeah. that is everybody like that? Everybody does No, that. so but let me ask you something. Right? How do you yeah. fight it? But though? let me tell you what my brain you don't. does. My brain says, I love you, Adam. I love you. I love oh, you. I love you. Fuck, I love you. I love finally. you. And then, no. Finally. No, and then, and then you do something. And yeah. I'm like, he's a monster anyway. Well, fuck, him. fuck him. And I feel that in my spirit. By like, date number well, you, two, I have the breakup planned out. By date number two, the second I have feelings you for you. You the runaway bride. The second I have feelings for you. You don't have to you, even break up after two days. But so, you know I what mean, I mean? Like by like, uh, by date two is like an exaggeration. You try to target but what you hate. the second I figure out I have feelings for him, I am also already orchestrating mm. the glow up. Posted ended. Oh, because you're addicted to the breakup. You're addicted to the pain of the breakup. Aww. So actually, <laughs> so actually, you get with people because you think about how much pain they can cost you if you left. And maybe so if they're will. boring, you're like, that ain't gonna cost me no pain. I don't give a fuck about them. That's but the it. one that would cost you the pain, mm-hmm. those are the because you're addicted to the feeling of the breakup. Now, come on, if. Oh, that is some And addicted to the momentum of the breakup because I think the two of us are very, very good at using a breakup to like... Start doing more start stuff. Start doing more shit and kick ourselves into... Mm. I, I really do think that's like part of what I do I don't want that. Bit. I don't want that. But I'm exhausted body. by that. Like when I think yeah. of the thought of having to get over people now and I'm like, it's okay. You'll just, it's, I'm like the little engine that can't. I'm the li- I'm the little engine that I'm the little engine that, that can't even not. can't even can't bother even. like I'm like oh god like I can't mm. I don't want to do that anymore I would much rather just like lean into someone so how do you do it Adam come how on how do you do it I mean maybe now we, we're you begging might need, mansplaining you, you we're like please mansplain well, it yeah I, mean, I need it please <laughs> I don't okay come I, on, do it I I maybe you need a break I mean if you've been doing it. uh continuously have you taken a little break from i took like a two-month break from two what and a half, what are you saying from from, what? from like dating or any kind I took of like anything a six-month break with nothing oh really at all oh uh, and i'm ready i was telling her last night like world I listeners think who don't care i'm I took, ready I to love break. i took a break I want this, this earlier earlier last year to yeah. love i want to be i want mm. to share i want partnership i do things very well on my own yeah that's proven i have that satisfaction i want to get good at doing things with someone else me too i want to get good at growing with someone else i don't want to be di- addicted to the breakup fuck the breakup i, re- I don't want to be I'm i don't want to break up i don't th- want to glow up i think it's actually like a lot harder too for women because i th- like i've been out there dating and there's a lot of really great women out there yeah. that are really solid they have great intentions and i think there's there's like a few guys that are good but i think you can't really tell right like we're kind of all dressed the same way and you don't know the ones that have like good intentions bad intentions the ones that just want to sleep with you the ones that want to wife you up because they like, go hard even to just they know? just want right. to sleep with you they it, go hard exactly just to sleep with you you're like all of that you're like all that of that doesn't even hurt me that doesn't even dumb. hurt me anymore no. okay so what okay. kind of what kind of situations anymore. are you running into that are getting it's like you emotional stop and go 
traffic. Okay. For you, for you. This, around like February, March of last year, I was seeing someone who in the beginning, I was super cool with it being casual. I didn't see him as boyfriend. We weren't on that page. But then after a while of it continuously working and being nice, I was like, oh, I could settle into this. This mm-hmm, could be someone mm-hmm, that I could mm-hmm. see more of and it could be whatever. It's like emotional mm-hmm. blue balls. Yeah. It's emotional blue balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing now where it's like, to me, it's more energy to be in between and ambiguous with someone than to be in a relationship and be someone's girlfriend. Once I'm someone's girlfriend, I'm good. Well, what happens? What what happens where there's a turning point and it triggers the uh, you need to break up phase? Like what? What? what You mean for me? Yeah. Like what kind of things happen to where you go? Like oh fuck this! I'm planning the breakup. I just start realizing that I'm ready to make this person a priority and they're not there. And they're not. And I'm not there. I'm not a priority to them. And I'm I'm a priority too fast though. Yeah, not always. Not always. I know, I I, sometimes yeah, I, I have. Super guilty of that I know too. I yeah, do. Mm-hmm. I make them a priority, and then when it's time mm-hmm. to show that I'm not the priority, I'm like, wait, wait, what you mean? What you mean? Oh, wait. That's also you true didn't tell too. me to do that, and you didn't tell me to do that. That's right. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I just. I just did whatever I wanted to do Maybe on my own. Maybe you don't realize you're putting more pro- importance on it than what you actually are. Yeah. No, no, I do it on purpose. Oh, I do it on purpose as a as the best distraction in the world, and then I make it number one, and then I should have just left it at number four because yeah. that's what it needed to mm-hmm. be. Because nobody needs my number one energy on 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 a number four relationship. Right. I think there's also because you know yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. My energy is too much, and it's kind of like. But I think it's. Almost impossible to learn how to not do that. I fucking I do agree. it too. I one hundred percent do that. I agree. All That's the what time. you got to date, date multiple people. But see, uh, I can't do date. Yeah, I can't nah, date multiple but who's people. Got time that, to do that? Who's Nobody got time has to do time that? to do it. But that's the only way that your energy levels stay kind of like. But if you force it, it won't last because I've tried that too. I've been really, really into someone who I could sense was maybe not on the same page with me, didn't want Mm -hmm. the same thing. So I convinced Mm -hmm. myself if I just start seeing like three other guys, I'll be good. I'll be good. But like anything else, it's like a a fistful of sand. The tighter Mm -hmm. you hold Mm -hmm. on to it, the quicker it goes away. You can only force that for some – like for me – it's very hard for me to see two people at the same time. I've only been able to do it once or twice in my life, genuinely. Like, genuinely, consistently see two men at the same time. Why? Because I figure out who I like more immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Immediately. And even if I'm like, yeah, but the other dude's good. The other dude's fun. The sex is good. The whatever. Oh, the second I figure out who's really who's really got my mind in a fucking cuckold, that's it. But that's not the good one. But normally that's not the good one. It doesn't matter. This isn't even about who's good or bad or who's healthy or who's not. It's an issue of like, I've done that too. I'm going to go out and whore it up. I'm going to go out and see two other people. I'm going to keep other guys going for the sake of keeping it going because I want to keep that dude uh, not on a pedestal. That only lasts so long. That only lasts so long until you're like, uh. You've been in successful relationships. Like you've locked in with somebody, right? I, to, I, I haven't. I Honestly, every you, relationship you I've been in, every relationship I've been in really? has been unhealthy. Well, I said I yeah, and I don't mean it. So, so what I you said about that? So, the other so, day. so successful relationships. <laughs> I'm the problem. Successful I'm the problem. Relationship meaning like oh, like what? What's I uh, mean like I, they like just, me way more than I like them. And no, then, it's somewhat pretty much mutual for more than six months. No, no, uh, really, no. I've been I've been the bastard in the relationship. So not, not always, in- Onika. You put blame on yourself way too much. No, Sorry, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. No, no. I'm, I'm. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about 
in the past. I know what you're saying, and I disagree with what, you. What my friends normally say is, if I'm dating the people that I don't really like, so if I don't really like you, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't get vulnerable. So if I'm not right. if I'm not willing to be vulnerable, then I'm being the bastard. Like all valid yeah. points. But Adam has a very good point. What he said earlier about us both not meeting the right person because yeah. I think when you and I meet the right person who pursues us in the way that we need and communicates in the way that we need, we won't. I know I have faith. I won't my, be know, a bastard. I won't be crazy, a bastard. And know my crazy. Yes, and it's okay not about it. crazy. Take that off the table. It's not. Okay, I told no you crazy. that last night. Stop talking about your crazy. There okay. is no crazy. You're human and a woman, and you are who you are and that's that okay. talk. when you and I both meet someone <laughs> who truly is right for us we won't be we're good people we yeah, won't you, be you bastards will. You will. we won't be there's something in that union that's making us want to be a fucking cunt <laughs> there's something in that union well, that's I mean, doing it I do think that you see what wait, I said there is say Adam, I, I, I do think that Onika you do have something where you you are not maybe with a guy that you feel that strongly about so right. you you call it you're the bastard but basically what you're saying is you're just less interested right less right interested. okay mm-hmm. so I, but i think if you found a guy that really got you warm and fuzzy you would uh then maybe drop that yeah. wall but you may be not allowing yourself because maybe you don't maybe you're not ready to to do that yet. i am ready you ready i'm okay. tired of this shit my I dog know. my dog normally fight. could not could not get in my bed right <laughs> but the dog came to the side of the bed and was looking at me like bitch you have no one else and i was like you're right <laughs> and i picked the he stupid dog up and got in my bed and i never do that but I, that I'm, I'm gonna be the cat lady now i've done that you ever, i know I, I was saying that right around thanksgiving when i was around all my cousin's dogs and stuff i was squeezing those little things they were like what is she going through I was like, I need warmth. <laughs> I need. <laughs> my, yeah. my thing is, I'm kind of speaking from experience because I. You can see me. You, well, you can it, see me. I, yeah, I know you, but also, uh, I used to think I was like, I was the same way. I'm mm-hmm. like, why am I always the one that's uninterested and they're pissed off with me mm-hmm. because I'm not reciprocating enough? And it, I just wasn't meeting the right people, but I've met a few women. So you saying I gotta amp it up? I gotta start yeah, talking to more dudes. Yeah, yeah. The okay, right, dudes, the right ones, I gotta start the right talking good, to one, at her. good ones. Good oh, ones that actually, Jesus. you so know. So what's my problem? I think probably the same. I think that's most people's problem. Anybody that feels like, I well, so no, but you're finding guys that you, it seems like you're more interested in them. I think they than Brittany they, needs to find that kind of what you're I saying. Think, I think that you just Brittany, gotta find the right person. That's well, mutual. Brittany needs a guy that's. I think that now. I, I'm, can I just say what I think? Yeah, I think that now the being that you dealt with the, with the shit with uh, BJ or whatever, mm. now the guys that you date, you you make sure that they're not like uber successful because you want to make sure that you have a little bit of control over them. And sure. I think that that's probably the wrong thing to do mm. because you are so ambitious and what you what you steamroll. And so what you're going to do is you're going to steamroll over this guy and you're going to make him the one and then you're going to have to drag him along and then you're going to turn around and be like, what dead weight get off yes so 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 you have to address that part of it because like when you talk about the dudes i'm like but what does he do and you're like he's he's trying to get and he's helping and and i'm just like britney do you see you don't thank you i appreciate that i think that i don't give off a partnership vibe that's a conclusion i will make Uh, 
I, well, I don't think, you don't, I don't think but, that's the but case. if you just get a lazy you person like me, no, Adam. Adam <laughs> what do you mean? What you do you see, mean? you see me in oh. my okay, most. I'm not lazy. Okay. You see me in my most vulnerable. Like this is like oh, a completely okay. different setting. I would never talk like this on a date with a dude, or like, like you know what, what? I mean? Like I lay my life. So you have mm-hmm. actually seen me in more vulnerable settings mm-hmm. and conversations I've had on this podcast. So I can see how you're like, no, no, I get partnership vibes for you. I'm like, yeah, I'm being like in my feelings right now with mm-hmm. you and Onika. <laughs> I am very like like I'm very ambitious. I'm out every night. I'm very I could be a dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing That's a, I'm perfect. Seeing, I'm seeing a guy, right? Okay, great. Before our Christmas break, it's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I don't think he listens to the podcast anymore, so fuck it. We're just gonna say it. We were laying in bed, and I was I was one like flirting and making a joke, like, "Well, we're not going to see each other for a month, so we have to stack up on sex now." Mm-hmm. I was saying, sure. and I'm like, "We're not going to have sex for a month." And I was the one who went, well, at least with each other. Oh. And, and, and she and was I'm only trying, having sex with him, too, though. She's trying to act like a player. Him. I want him to be my boyfriend. I, like, like this person oh. so much. But, like, I was yeah, like, Yeah, that's probably well, not a great thing. <laughs> yeah, but she's going to try to be the bastard first. I'm going to try and be the bastard first. Oh, you're A thousand to... percent. This well, is you're... why this works, because Onika and I are the but same. That's just, you, <laughs> that's just, that's very natural. You're just trying to protect yourself. I mean, yeah, everybody but, does that. But nobody's going to say that. And he even, goes, even if you are dating a couple people, tell me a person that's dating three or four people going to say, well, I'm not, I'm only going to fuck you today. Well, he you can't just say that. that nah, well, nobody's ever Nobody fucked. says that. Or nobody She's not protecting herself. She's looking like a fool. Actually. I, like, what, did, what did you want? <laughs> I, I, I panicked. And I, I, do have, I, I, I do have my walls up. I am protecting mm-hmm. myself. So mm-hmm. I said, well, we're not going to have sex for a month. And then I went, <gasps> and I went, well, at least with each other. Because uh, uh, uh. you know, I had, I had to, yeah, I mean, you a, didn't. And that was your ego saying, oh, wait no. a minute. She's trying to be together. No, no. Apart. And he was the one who came back and said, it's just a month. I'm going to be fine for a month without sex, which was his way of implying like, mm-hmm. yeah, you won't be here. Or I won't have sex. Right. Like, well, you know, sounds like a good guy. But, oh, you're but also, cry. also though that that that's kind of a funny line. Your your line is that's kind of a funny line. So part of that might be the comedian and you like well, with you at least. Like I don't know. No, it wasn't the comedian. You I don't, don't think so? It was the. It There's was no the... comedian when you're laying naked in bed after a night of. Well, actually, oh, it depends on, on sure if they cir- be, circumcised. Sure, that's an open mic if I've ever seen one. That is an open especially mic, especially after. Yeah, that's an open mic. <laughs> Tag it, bitch. Punch it. Uh, no, okay. Anyways, uh, you are a crazy person. I know. Okay, sorry. But, but like, I didn't mean that. What I really wanted to say is like, like if I were to be really honest, I'd be like, I don't really feel like sleeping with anybody else. So how do not you feel, feel about that? Let's I don't not sleep with anybody did, else. Let's That's not what you sleep wanted with to say. Anybody else? Did you say like oh, I was kidding about that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I would do that too. I would just pretend like I'm a, some kind of crazy. I mean, whore. honestly, I'm an it's a lie. I am an asshole. That's like some yeah. fucking. I like, was talking to somebody and they said I said something about they said something about using your vagina and I was like, here we go. I was like, using, here we go. I was like using my vagina. I am using my vagina. It was like I don't think so. And but why I'm not using my vagina. And so I'm so, not but, but I don't want I don't want anybody to think I'm not using it. Like why? <laughs> Stupid. It's like, not. I it's want, not being. It's not in use. As it, much as things were good, I was like, utilized. I want him next. It's not being utilized. Thank it's God. like Fuck. maybe thirty percent. I'm masturbating sometimes. Plus, <laughs> plus one vibrators. Thank you, God. Yeah, plus one. That's it. I used That's mine it. today after a month of not using it because I accidentally left it in New York. I, I I didn't even orgasm. I cried. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> so I, intense. I was like, 
I had to read that stuff that you sent me, all those goddamn forms and stuff with Flo Kennedy. So I had to oh. masturbate before because I needed to Only relax. Cut. So I did it on top of my jeans. Like, I, I was still works. going out. And I just put it on top of my jeans. I went and I just, one month without. I didn't, have, I didn't have time to take off my clothes. And she came, and everybody, and she came. I had a turtleneck and jeans and, and shoe boots. <laughs> I was so sad and tired today. I pulled my pants down halfway. You pull, and I, had, pulled your pants I hadn't down. used my vibrator in a month. And it was so intense. I couldn't even fully come. I was just like, ah, ah. I was like, I can't even come. Then I was like, okay, I guess that's enough for today. And I like put it away. I was like, okay. You feel oh, like a pervert. Man. You feel like a pervert. <laughs> I do. Who does that? But yeah, man, you put guards up. Mm-hmm. I need these guards down. I want. I'm shaking my rat. My I didn't my even cage. say anything I back. Oh, I was like, no. I, I'll be able to not have sex for a month. And I just said, but I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah same. So yeah. are you still seeing this guy? Uh, we, she's yeah. not sure. We don't know. We're gonna find okay. out. We'll next, find out. He sounds out like it's podcast. An all right guy. I mean, he sounds like an all right guy. You know. And I think that I think that, but she went crazy because we were talking while she was in Florida, and she had these it's assumptions. The assumptions just go Ooh. to another level. I had and, thirteen and like, scenarios yeah. in my head. All yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the assumptions. And you know what? Why are we so afraid to get hurt? You've been hurt. You've gotten out of it. It's okay. You did not die. Get hurt again. Like, like just keep doing it. When we bomb on stage, nobody's like, I'm never getting back on stage. And that is embarrassing yeah. as fuck. You know what I'm trying to say? That's more painful. When a joke doesn't hit, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, or you want to get hit, you be like, where is the abusers when you that, need one? You know what I'm trying to say? Or that point in a set where you're like, there's no coming back. I'm never getting them. <laughs> I'm never getting them. And you're just like, everyone in the front row looks like they're about to have food poisoning. Like everyone, like everyone wants sad me for to you. die. They're sad for me. Someone's like they can't look you in the eye. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is so. And sad. you have that one person who gives you a dejected, good set. You're like, fuck you, just right, you know, fuck you, right? But think if you think about that in a relationship form, what do we do? We get back on the horse and we just ride it again. We just ride, ride it, it again. We ride it again. And so <sighs> why don't I do? Yeah, but you know what? When I start thinking about relationships, I get a lump in my throat. I promise you. Like I, I get a, I, I yeah. feel like I'm yeah. getting choked, and I'm like, breathe. I think there's certain breathe. experiences for certain people where vulnerability they're more comfortable. I know some people who get in and out of relationships or relationship people, and it's very okay for them to fully give their heart. Because like what, like we were talking about, we yeah, both rewatched Brené Brown over the holidays. Love Brené Brown. By the way, I think she loves it doggy style. Can we agree? She loves she got her, a, hus- she got her a husband butt, back though. shots. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can tell all the time. Yeah, it's great. That Texas, right. you know, from the back. But anyways, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Brené. Tweet us to confirm or not. But anyways, um, she said vulnerability is when you uh, like invest and put yourself in something knowing you damn well can't control the outcome. You have no yeah. control over yeah. it. Yeah. And I think but it's that's like. that's not my personality. I always think I have control some kind of way. I need to know. That is yeah. mine. I need to know. I'm just like, why is this happening? What is this person thinking? What is going on? What is whatever? They're trying to use me. And I me. fill it with my own narratives. Mm-hmm. And then I stifle mm-hmm. myself mentally. Yeah. And then I, I eat my weight in jambalaya and I show up to my podcast recording sad. Jambalaya, was it good? It's so good. Oh, Sugar God. Freak and Astoria, everybody gotta go. So oh, good. Oh, God. So good. So it's like, you know, like career, it's like, I mean, that's a little bit of vulnerability because you never know what's going to end up happening. Mm-hmm. But my career, I've never been afraid of because I'm like, I know I'll be fine. 
Why? Whatever I, Why? whatever I want, I'll get. I've never gone into a job interview and not gotten a job. Okay, so guess what? Same thing with love. Mm-hmm. Same thing with love. Mm-hmm. Same thing with love. Well, you told me that last night. You were like, why don't you go after this like an actress on an audition? Yeah. Why don't you go after this like how you are as a comic on a big show? Like, she last night was telling me, Onique, we were on Subway Platform. She's like, I've seen you perform in front of a crowd of 300 people. You know how to get a room of people on your side and get what you want out of them. Why can't you do it one-on-one with another and person? And why can't you just size it Not up? Not in a manipulative see- way. Just like, yeah. why can't you like go after something and secure it? And want it. But I think you you can. But what? You can. You have, right? I mean. She has not. No? No, I don't fully go after it. Okay, so there you go. I would never play hard to get with my career. Ever. Are we talking about career? Or are we talking about relationships? We're, well, we're talking about both. both. I would Business never pay hard pleasure. to get my career I, ever. Right? People like you want to go such and such. I'd be like, yes. yes. But the thing, the <laughs> who books that? I want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing is, though, if it's a guy and you're interested in him and you need to play hard to get to get him, that's not. I don't think that's a guy you would really want to be with. No, it's not. So that's you just kind of you go in. You you the, it. I don't. For me, it doesn't get any easier. Like it's always scary every single time, and I, I can the, only speak to my. Off. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it pays off, and sometimes you flame out and fail miserably, and you're heartbroken. But, but you're talking about you just heard what you just said. That's a lie. You just said die. You, you said you heartbroken said death. so lightly. No, no, no. Fla- no. I would be down for three Fla- months. For the no, I didn't say but die. Okay, but die. You still get up. But but no. some people see. But you look at us. We think about heartbreak. <laughs> And death in the same way. Okay, that, I don't mean death. Nobody's dying. It's just it, heartbreak. It's it, the more you do it, the easier it gets. So I really? don't know. Maybe if you guys, because no. you haven't done it, because you have, because you did it one time, done it two times. I've been heartbroken two times. Yeah, That's you got to get like it. a few. Did you yeah, count, my, yeah. Last you count your two, my last two. My last two. My dad. <laughs> my last two relationships. Yeah. All I've had the last two touches of love that I've had mm-hmm. and being in love and loving mm-hmm. and meaningful unions and bonds with people. Mm-hmm. Both were very, very taught. One was very abusive. The other one was very emotionally toxic. So I think mm-hmm. it makes sense now that I start getting towards something that's real and authentic and good. And I'm like, Oh, all I've ever known is the realest and most authentic and good that I've had has always ended up being like having the rug pulled out well, from under me or do like, you know, yeah, my first yeah. boy, not my first boyfriend, but one of my, my like, first boyfriend cheated. One of my first like boyfriends when I was like maybe 14 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, was very abusive. Like I was in like high school, ninth grade. He like beat me up. Right. And, and like crazy beat me up. Like I had like knots and bruises and all kind of shit. Right. Cause I was like a little cheetah. But, not that that was a reason, but I'd never talk about him because I had so much other toxic relation with my yeah. with my husband. So I act like that don't even exist. Like, I, when, I'm, when someone says to me, have you had a really good relationship? I've, I I've met really dope guys and I've had uh, nice interactions with them. Same. But I had not shown up fully for those people. Mm-hmm. Or, or it's yeah. just, or yes, absolutely. So I'm gonna say absolutely. that. Absolutely, I, I mean, I think at a certain point, like we talked about this very early on, like the mm-hmm. whole oh crazy dick and, and whatever. Dick it's like you know, I, yeah, like I'm <laughs> guilty of the same or thing. It, but it, you, you do have to kind of accept the fact that I mean, I've accepted the fact that I've let a lot of really great people come and go. 
because it just they just you know what didn't Justin do it said? for me. You know what Justin said to me, and it's so true. I remember I was like talking to somebody. It was years ago, and that, that's like one of my best friends, Justin. Oh, Shout out to him. Justin at JJ Delia. We love at him. JJ Delia. So then this is what he said. He was like, uh, "You cannot marry Crazy Dick. You can't. He's, you can't live a life with he that." Said, he said. He said. If my kids are little, he was like, "You can't have your kids around them." Mm-hmm. He's a degenerate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, 100%. like you need something that's a little bit boring. I told my mom after it's BJ. Not, there's a there's a balance, I think. But but right, that's why I said a little yeah, bit. Little because, bit. Because little because, bit. because Sta- or sta- stable. you could say stable instead sta- of boring. Sta- I don't and know. then you need you know. to fix your palate, and by yours I mean yours and mine, Onika. You're right. No, mine too. To where you don't look at it and describe it as boring mm-hmm. anymore. That's mm-hmm. really what it is. You don't look at it and be like that dude's boring. You look mm-hmm. at it as like that dude's a good partner. That dude's got his shit together. That like you know that's what. I mean, but it's also not only not you showing up for good people. I think it's like it just doesn't work out sometimes. Like, I've also, had plenty of good guys that yeah. same like you. It's just been like it's just not there. And also, there's probably like, been guys that were interested in both of you that were just boring. Like they just weren't that too. They or, or, just they weren't they weren't, or, or weren't the dude, right? They just weren't the, guy. the thing. Because because me, my whole thing has always been being able to be proud of my partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. proud. Like yeah. this is him. Mm-hmm. Like it. It has to be that. Along with the rest of the stuff. I if can, it's not that, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. I also think, too, there's something. and um, Ambition is big. Ambition is big, mm-hmm. too. I always really want to fully be myself around my partner. That's always been my number one thing. Like, really, truly uninhibited Brittany out of her head. Like, don't think twice. I can show him any side of myself, and I'm fully, 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 fully comfortable. That that to me is always the yeah. You, you, because that's that's still you, right? That's That's visceral at that point. That's my body and my emotions and my soul being like, this is someone that you can totally open up with. But not to be like all hippy dippy, but I got like a a tarot reading recently, and this Uh just came like, and she was like, uh, I got like the hanged man for career and for love, and that's the card that's like being held in place to see something through a new perspective. And she was like, Have you ever thought of the fact that like? It's not that you don't deserve someone who has better character than you or that you're proud of, but maybe you've still got some growth to go. And Mm -hmm. that, like, someone who's genuinely better than you is going to probably, like, scare you a little, right? And make you grow. You're going to be like, oh, he's a better person Person than me. Yeah, that's what I'm going through. That's what I'm going through. Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of, like, so high. You're like, the bar is so... I'm yeah. wow, and as a woman too. No offense to men, no offense to Adam, because we're not talking about you. But we like I've yeah. most every guy that I've dated, I'm I would consider myself better than. Sorry to yeah. sound like a dick, but like yeah. I have the better career, I'm more focused, I'm a better person, I'm more of a like everything but else. That's just because that I think that's self esteem. Like, then that, that next man I'm going to settle with is going to be a man that's going to fucking challenge me. I'm like, wow, he's a better yeah. person than I am. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Which which makes like, you want to be a better person. person for him and for everybody. Yeah, and that's what it is. That's what that is, and I think that that's you're right. I just gotta keep looking. I just gotta keep on looking. So Chad, Harold, <laughs> Leroy, <laughs> Brad, Devonte, Devonte, <laughs> wherever you are, really anyone at this point. <laughs> no, not anyone, not anyone. because you have to I'm be. Kidding. Uh, you emotionally available. I don't want anybody that's not emotionally available, uh, financially stable, uh, ambitious as a fuck and being able to just treat me like a princess. And then I can just treat you like a king, but I'm going to have a little bit of issues. I want to give, I want to give, I want to give. But like Adam says, I got some walls up. So if you got to come with a hammer and a 
Yeah. You gotta be willing to yeah. do that work. Yeah, <laughs> you got gotta coming up. But we've talked about that. Dating someone yeah. who's been through the shit we've been through is not easy. And I'm okay with that. Like right, you you right. gotta be like I tried explaining it to this current dude early Scott on. Tissue. I touched on it. I was like, I have got some triggers. Yeah. And he was like, Okay, I was like, I'm just letting you know. I come with some triggers. I'm working through it. I come with some, you know, it's yeah. not baggage baggage. In the sense that it's not going to weigh us down. Like, it's something I work on and it's something I'm aware of. But you, you got to... We need to have a... Not, yeah. We need to have a, 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 a tarot card reader on the show. Oh, good idea. I like and, that. and we should have, like, a call-in number and somebody to call. And I then, love it. And then... And then 867-5309. <laughs> we need to do that because, I mean... I don't like especially, that. Though. Especially... During January, where people are like trying to figure out what's their next steps and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a selfish down? request. Onika and I want a tarot reader on here mostly for us. That's really what it is. But it's okay. I know I want one. I know, hundred percent. Okay, she always calling me a fucking bitch. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's a new year. Yes, and we're still we're still on our bullshit with giving out orgasms to girls. Yes, that's all. That's 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 consistent. That's yes. all I'm gonna say. That's always right there. Do the jeans or not? Like you, you got to rely on keep your boots on. Yourself, guys, you got to rely on yourself. Um, and you want to pick a winner for the next round? Yes. Who? Let's let's pick a winner. Let's pick. You guys have been awesome. At underscore my plus one, the gift that keeps on giving vibrators. I had a winner picked, and I'm Char- trying to find it. Rechargeable. Recha- oh my god. So dope. Rechargeable. My plus one is incredible. That little suction thing was so good. It's a lot of stuff. I'm telling you, I left my dual motor vibrator at home in New York for the month that I was in Miami. And uh, I was sad. I thought I could go a month and, you know, it was really sad. I just missed it. I missed feeling that good. It's it's like, it's just good. It's unconditional good, that kind of an orgasm. Yeah. You're just like, I feel good. I deserve that. That's good. No guilt. No guilt. No babies. No STDs. But no... In your face, looking at your face True, and kissing. True, but that's not huh? what this ad is about. Okay, okay so that's not what this ad is about. <laughs> Sorry. The day at underscore my plus one sells boyfriends, we're here. We're here for it. They're we'll going to get them too. too. With nice packaging. Oh my you God. You give it a couple years, it's going to be, you just throw it in water and it expands like a growing boyfriend. <laughs> that's it. Cha-cha-cha-chia. Uh, Cha-cha-chia. <laughs> I, want a boy, I want a man that's like my little chia pet. Cha-cha-cha-chia. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, the winner Woo! rounds. Five Cinco of my plus one giveaway is at Maria underscore Andres. Oh, and Maria. at Mama Pearl eighty six. Mama Pearl and Maria, Maria. yeah. You guys about to <clears throat> viva la clitoris, viva la, la clitoris. clitoris. Um, but yeah, my plus one. Great, affordable, accessible, my plus one vibrators. And it feels so good. Like the, the the material is so nice. Like it's, it's really fits good in your hand. It's just really good. And because really they're good. like affordable, they're accessible, and you can actually like buy and try an entire line of toys. Like you don't have to like break the bank if you want to try like the air pulsing vibrator, if you want to try the regular hand massager. And they're all very fun yeah. and new. So explore yourself. Wait, in they 2020. have a, they even have a cord uh, a cord wrapper. Like so that you can yeah, organize I know. your cords. I know. So, so when I got my 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 plus um not my when I got my plus one vibrators uh-huh. in, the, in the mail I was like so excited right because I thought somebody was sending me a gift but okay <laughs> but it was well, the were. universe they it were. was the universe and so thank you my thank you my plus one why do I keep saying my plus one it's just plus one right yeah 
I know, but it's my plus. It's at underscore my plus one on Instagram. Okay, that's what it is. Plus one. So plus one. So then I got my plus one, and I was like, wait. And then I saw this long thing, and I was like, well, what do you do with that? (laughs) Because you know, I was thinking all kinds of crazy. I would have thought you put it in your butt. But I'm glad that it said, take the cords. And wrap them over, and I was like, "Thank you." And they were like, "You're welcome, Monica." Like, <laughs> we we're gonna do some crazy was, shit with that. It was thing. dope, though. I, I'm really, I'm really loving this podcast. I thank you so much for um, your friendship, honesty, oh, and your work ethic. It's like amazing. Like thank it's you. amazing. Love you. I love you too, girl. I love you so much. We're gonna be um, fine. Well, we are fine. We're just a little sad today, but guess what? We're gonna turn the fuck up on <laughs> Friday. The 31st. At Caveat, New York at City. At 7 p.m. You guys, we have a special surprise guest interview. You're going to have Onika and me live. We have a panel of comedians. We have live music. If we, it's We're going to be, be giving away vibrators as well. No, you notice that I'm not saying anything? Want to know what? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the entire live recording is going to be a complete surprise to Onika. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Britney's birthday. It so you got to come out it's because it's Britney's birthday. Oh. Yes, it's her birthday. So it's 29. going to be amazing. So we got to dress 29. nice. Like, what are we wearing? Are we we'll dress coordinate. Up? Yeah, we'll call it Okay, because you know I like gowns. Oh, I'm going all the when way up. Want to wear a gown? I, you think I was envisioning this live recording in the night before my birthday as not being in a dress? Come on. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that like we're in sparkles and shit. A hundred percent. Okay, I need glitter. That's that black girl. Why don't magic. you guys go ahead and com- comment on our Instagram and tell us what color you want us in? Yes, yeah. let us know. It's, it's, we're not going to listen. We're going to wear whatever we want. Let's go ahead and share. Vitally funny podcast. You guys get it together. Get it together. Follow the page. Follow us on uh, Facebook because that's where we're going to have all our invites and we're going to do a, a different events throughout the year yep. so it's uh, oh and this this event which is so dope it's going to benefit safe horizons yes like we're giving some of the proceeds away so you know get your tickets get your tickets even if you're not coming get your tickets anyway because you, you're donating to a good cause yes this is so dope yes i'm so happy season two is officially underway and we promise onika and i promise we will we'll be less sad next week <laughs> we promise <laughs> i hope so hopefully no promises high. Yeah, know. it takes three months to adjust to a new birth control, so no promises. Does it really? Yeah. Three uh, months? Yeah, fully. But at least you can, like, have that sex with you looking in the I, 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 you didn't want to do Okay, bye. I don't know. I don't trust anything. Bye. <laughs> See you later. God's plan. God's plan. I can't do this on my own. Hey, no. Someone watching this shit close. Yeah.